Blog Talk Radio. Do you ever get that feeling that you're going to get caught because you're just dancing in your kitchen like five minutes before your show started because you're so stressed? Hey, welcome to my world and welcome to Sin's Chat Corner. It's Wednesday. I almost said Thursday because I'm a little behind schedule this week. So, hey, everybody. Before we get to our major guest tonight, because we all know who that is because I've been promoting it for like, I don't know, seven days now. Let me just do some of the calendar announcements, um, only because of the fact that I never get a chance to go through this stuff, and time is tight, and I don't want to cut into their time in terms of the interview. So let's talk a little bit. First of all, I want to remind everybody today is not the only show I'm having this week. Apparently, I'm having one more show. Uh, Sue Phillips, who is with the Centarium, and that's S-C-E-N-T-A-R-I-U-M, is going to be coming on the show tomorrow, and that's going to be tomorrow at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. If you guys remember when I was in New York City, I had an opportunity to go see her, and she is developing what we call the Sin Chanel. It cracks me up when she says Sin Chanel. First of all, I'm not famous enough to have my own perfume, and second of all, I'm like, I have no idea how she puts these together, so it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but whatever. You know what? If it makes people happy and they want to smell like me, I'm like all down for that, because apparently there's a Sin dress, now there's a Sin Chanel, before you know it, there'll be a Sin wine, we'll have some Sin truffles. It'll be a Sin world. No pun intended, or maybe a little bit. So anyways, tune in tomorrow, 1 o'clock Central Standard Time, Centurium Sue Phillips. Want to remind everybody who is local, Packing House, Tracy Hanneman, and Theo Merriweather, which is where I'd be, but I'm doing this wonderful interview, and I'm not feeling bad at all. 6 to 10 tomorrow, excuse me, today, Cindy, 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock. So she just started. So go on out there. If you guys know Tracy Hanneman, you already know that she has been um, a part of the Eddie Butts band forever and ever and ever. Now she's kind of branched out on her own. Very proud of you, girl. Can't wait to see you again. Unfortunately, not today, but okay. Quick note in terms of my calendar. Yes, the calendar of creatives is actually going to happen. I know it's a shock and people are just like, seriously? But yes, I'm serious. It's actually going to happen. We just got derailed a bit by two textbooks and one manual and now one comic book from my son. So yes, it's actually going to happen. After my film festival in July, I'll make it a point in September and October to go there, film the shots in New York City, put the calendar together. So excited because as we all know, it's already going to feature all the different individuals from television and film and books. And I'm so excited because they're all my independent friends and I get to brag about them. And the best part is I wrote every review and I read every book and saw every film and they're kind of famous and they're really kind of cool. So Wait for that. I'm shooting to have it released at the end of November for a Christmas release. Don't quote me on that because a lot of that depends on cooperation of directors, actors, and, well, you know how that all works out. So, yeah, without a doubt, let's just make sure that we uh, look for that in November. A couple of updates on the film festival and the comic book. Film festival, in case you guys didn't get the note, because I think I've invited everyone on the planet, is from July 21st to the 23rd. Panelists are still needed, volunteers are still needed, screenplays, I wouldn't mind getting a few more of those, and let's get real, I wouldn't mind having about 10 more film submissions if you guys could handle it. Anybody that's interested in doing so, you can go ahead and go to the, I didn't, I have this website, but God forbid, I'm really good at writing, and I'm really good at all sorts of other stuff, but when it comes to the technical side of things, I totally suck. So... Therefore, if I were you, I would, yeah, not look at the website because it's frankly not done and I know that sucks, but it's going to be a great festival and we have money and we have films and we have panelists and we have some celebrities and we have some really cool stuff, including live music, which is awesome. The mission deadline is June 10th for everything, only because the festival itself is going from June 21st 
to June 23rd. And in case you guys didn't hear, I moved it from the Producers Club to Lantern Hall. Why? Because I can. And second of all, because we're working together, you know what that means? More money for filmmakers, more money for screenplay writers. Isn't that what it's supposed to be all about? That's what I'm thinking too. So, yeah, actually, that works out nicely. So, yeah, anybody wants to submit, go to the Art is Alive Film Festival on Facebook. There you will find the filmfreeway.com website, which means you can go ahead and you can submit. Obviously, it's considered a late submission at this point, so let's not cry, but it's going to be like $40. But I think you can handle that considering that the give me back is going to be kind of cool. So I'm like, yeah, definitely let it out. Let's do that whole festival thing um, and participate, and let's get real. I need people to show up, too. So I'm begging, borrowing, stealing, begging, offering my arm, my leg, et cetera, two, three things, whatever. You get the drift. Let's support Art is Alive Film Festival. Totally excited that my friends are submitting, excited that new people are submitting. We have five films that have been waived or given a waiver fee. So I'm super excited. Please, please make it a point to participate. As it relates to the comic book, so as we all know, about 50,000 people here are following the journey of my son and myself as it relates to the comic book. So here's the story. Let me tell you what's going on. Um, We finally have it in comic book format, fake Jesus, only because of the fact that I've been so frustrated with waiting forever. As you know, this journey seems to be going from three years on to like seven years. And so fortunately, Joanne Rogers, shout out to Joanne Rogers, because obviously she's getting all the credit, 150%, because my son did some amazing illustrations, and he wrote the book, but let's get real, he's 12, and yeah, well, we need a little help. So she was so generous with her time, she was generous with her efforts, and um, I, I totally am in awe of her, and, and, and just complete 100% appreciation for all the work she's done. The comic book itself, we're going to put it out to order as of June 1st, so anybody can put an order in at that point in time. I'm pushing very hard to get it to the printer this week so we could actually have physical copies for next week but don't quote me and you know why because well unfortunately it's memorial day weekend some of us have to go work so it kind of sucks so if you guys want to do that make sure you order by june 1st anybody has hospital leads i have eight out of 50 hospitals that means i need about 42 more and then as it relates to the july book tour check the sergeant seizure and evil dr cuckoo page and make sure you check it out as for appearances, because I don't want to keep these guys holding too much longer because they've been very sweet to wait on me, don't want to forget. Apparently now I'm going to the L.A. Film Festival. I'm being asked if I want to do coverage for the BET Awards in L.A. I will be at Comic-Con July 8th, which is the very first marijuana comic book con. Yeah, don't give me strife about it because, well, I need to work and I need to eat. June 26th, Long Island Film Festival. Deborah Markowitz is a director, dear, dear, dear friend of mine. We must all support local and independent theater Why? Because if you don't support, these people don't work, actors don't get paid, directors don't make money, things don't happen. Come see me at all of those. Some of them, all of them, and lastly, Nikki Christie, I know that you're headed to Paris on Friday. So I just want to send out a quick love of note note of love to you and happy birthday. And I'll see you guys in LA two weeks, three weeks, whenever. So without further ado, I don't need to tell you guys who's on the line. Let's just get them connected and start our interview because I'm tired of talking about news about me. Let's go talk about them. Hello. Hello. Hi, Cindy. Calvin. Michael and Calvin here. Hi. Um, can, can you guys just get a little closer to the phone because it's a little hard to hear you both? Um, well, we're both on the same line. Oh, you are. Okay, I got gotcha. you. All yeah. right, we'll do the best we can with what we have. Hi, and thank you for being so patient and listening to all my 50,000 announcements. I had no, to we, we heard the last bit of your 50,000. It was, it was very sweet, actually. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is kind for, of how things you're are. You're trying to this cram it all in. It seems we, like you're trying to help everybody. I, I, I am trying to help everybody, and I don't want to forget before I start this interview to, to say the sweetest thing of all, which is, Eve Austin, thank you for listening, and most importantly, this show 
is dedicated to my son, Justin. So wherever you are, my child, I love you, and this is for you. Okay, so Calvin, we're going to talk a lot about you because I think everybody knows who your dad is. I'm pretty sure like a couple people know who your dad is, but I don't know how many people know who Calvin Matson is. And if I do my job right, they're going to know who you are. So how are you? Uh, I'm great. How are you? Oh, well, I'm a little tense. You know, this is a big interview, and I have a date after this, so I'm even more nervous. I don't know if it's the interview or the date that makes me more nervous. We'll find out. We'll see how the interview goes. We'll take it easier. Um, but is it eHarmony? <laughs> <laughs> no. This is an act. It's an act that keeps coming back, and I'm crazy about it, oh. but he can't get it together. So I'm like, let's no. just see what he brings to the table today. It's the Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, stop. As long as it's not a ring, I'm like, okay, no ring. Don't bring me a ring. Don't don't propose. Don't do the crazy stuff. I'm like, I'm not with that. I'm too tired today. Um, I want to start off, I'm going to jump around. Um, in case you guys haven't listened to my show, what I do is I talk about the personal part, I talk about the professional part, and then I talk about all my surprises I have for you. And, yes, I have many surprises for you, so be prepared. But I want to start um, with something very simple, which is your name. Um, I'm curious to ask if the Calvin name is um, – gifted to you from your grandfather, because I know your grandfather's name was Calvin with a C. Yeah, that's right. We it switched right. it over Yay. to a K. My, my dad was born on the, my father was born on the 4th of July, and Calvin Coolidge was the president when he was born, and so they named okay. him Calvin after the president. Oh. And then I passed awesome. it on to my son. That's awesome. I like that, actually. Yeah. And I see He gave it a K will... to put his own little flair on his own name and make him an individual... I was just going to ask that, actually. And I see that some places it's Cal as in K-A-L, and then it's Calvin, like, for instance, your business is K-A-L-V-I-N. Oh, Do you have a problem? Yeah, I'm, I've been uh, leaning more towards using my name as just Cal. Uh, okay. Cal, I like it more like that. I like that. That's cool. All right, awesome. Thank I, you for I paid Cal. <laughs> yeah, you paid me. I paid him 100 bucks <laughs> to change it to a K. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded more cool. Oh my God! We're five minutes in, folks, and look already—the drama ensues. This is awesome. And okay. Grandpa didn't so. give a damn anyway. <laughs> really? Well, and your no. grandfather was a firefighter, so major yes, props. I am huge, huge on military firefighters. Awesome respect. That is that is awesome. And to those of you listening in that didn't know that, yes, that's right. They had a firefighter, and Michael Madsen's mother is, of course, obviously, she's in the performing arts as well, as I recall from the Wikipedia, as I saw. But enough about that. We want to talk about Cal. Clearly, because you have a family of creatives. I want to know what made you focus primarily on what you're doing right now as opposed to venturing off and acting, because it almost seems logical, forgive me, but, you know, you have a very strong base in your family with acting. Well, um, uh, I guess uh, what influenced uh, my woodworking would be my little brother's creativity to sneak into my room and steal oh. things from me. So I had to get creative myself and make a box that I could lock the shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, seriously? You and I didn't know that was the genesis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's true, believe me. Is it really serious? There's my family's creativity. Wow. (laughs) In a nutshell. Okay, then. Well, look at that. that? Now we know. We know where it all. We all know. We know where it all started from. Your little brother, and that happens a lot, actually, because you have a big family, obviously. So I'm curious to ask about that dynamic, because there's so many siblings in the household, or they're coming and going, etc. How do you balance all that? Like, I mean, is it like chaos and craziness all the time? Because I know what it's like with me with two kids. Is that a, is that a question for me or for Cal? Well, for well for Cal, because you know why? Because obviously dad is dad, and he's in his capacity, right? But I'm I'm picturing you, and right. you've got your other siblings around in the house. You've got your Have you seen a movie called I'm The Lord of the Flies? Yes. It's kind of like that. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to picture. Wrong. I'm trying to get a sense in my head. No, I get a lot it. Of that's, that's fine. I've, and that's really well, cool. And I'm yeah, Calvin is the one who has got his shit together. He has a job and a, a girlfriend and a car, and uh, he's done right. some acting and a couple of movies, and he's uh, right. constantly creative with. I I never know from day to day what he's going to come up with and. The woodworking thing just uh, really got a hold of me. I was so impressed by the -hmm. stuff he started making. I said, I've got to back him up with this, you know? Oh, of course, without a doubt. I mean, that's what parents do, clearly. I mean, that goes without saying. Um, Now, Cal, I'm curious. Do you think at some given point in time you'll kind of venture off back into acting, meaning on more of a full-time basis? I'm just curious. I mean, there's no wrong Uh, answer there. I mean, I've I've done, like... uh, like I don't know, I've done a couple things. Uh, I done I did something when I was very young uh, for my dad. His friend was making a movie, and I had to like cry over my dead mother. And it kind of uh, it kind of made uh, acting not that fun for me because it was I don't know, just kind of it was kind of a really intimidating thing. But like I don't know, I was like eight or like ten somewhere around there, and like I had all these cameras and all these boom mics on me, and like I, I like I just walked to this room and like there's this lady laying on the ground, and I had to pretend she was my dead mother, and I just had to cry over. Ew. They paid me in a video game. Which was cool, but like, I don't know. I, I've done things more recent. Uh, okay, right, right. I, I don't we'll know if I'd really that. take that on. It wasn't a great role to start off with. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did a good job, actually. Oh my god, that's too funny. I can't even imagine that. I tried to act once, and I got very drunk. That's literally what happened. I was in a bar. They fed me tequila until I almost fell over. I couldn't even speak my lines. I'm terrible. So, folks, don't hire me for any kind of actress. Journalist, yes. Radio show host, yes. Tons of other things. I can't act, Cal, so I'm right there with you. I'm like, you know what? I get proud of you for the fact that you're doing it. <laughs> well, it's hard. I'm, I'm not, well, you know, not that we advocate alcoholism or any form of drinking on this show, only after the show. Anyway. Of course so, not. Back to, oh, of course not. Back to the subject at hand. Now, I'm curious to ask you, Cal, this is another big one on my list, because I know that obviously we all, especially you'll find this out because you're starting a business. Those of us who are in entertainment or in business have very busy lives. Most people often just recognize this for our professional life and not for some of the personal things. So I kind of want to talk about the personal side. First of all, what I do know about you is, and let's talk about the music, because from what I hear, you play music. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, actually, I've been uh, writing and uh, my own songs, lyrics and guitar and other stuff just um, on my own for, like, I don't know, probably, like, damn, like five years. I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah he taught himself how to play the guitar while his nice. brother was next door yelling at him to stop the noise. He uh, pursued it nevertheless, and even if he had to go down to the garage to do it, and now he's taught himself how to play, and he's pretty good in uh, writing songs and... Uh, it's uh, quite impressive. No, I'm I'm like I'm very passionate about the music I write and stuff like that, and that's definitely something I want to pursue. Oh, I gotcha. Well, wonderful. Now yeah. you're doing this as an acoustical single or solo, or are you with a band, oh, well, or what's your? I actually I'm uh, kind of uh, working with a guy. I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop or anything, but like, I, it's this guy. He's a friend of mine I met, and he's a producer, and we're working together, and uh, we're gonna record this whole thing together. He's gonna play the other other instruments for me, and. I have like I have like twelve songs I'm gonna put into basically an album, and uh, record it with all such uh, all other kinds of instruments. I have a I have a band, a few people I play with, and uh, we plan to play shows and stuff off of the album. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. So I guess my question is, and it's probably a moot point then. So at this point, if people are out and about in LA or other places, are they gonna be able to go out and say, hey, let's go to Cal play somewhere? Are we at that point yet? 
Oh, uh, you know, I really wish that we were at that point, but um, I, I, I'm kind of bound to other people's time where I'm trying to uh, get everybody's time to align to get into a studio and record everything. I mean, by all means, I want to record. I mean, I just don't play my own solo shows, which I, I plan to do pretty soon. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, so you're available. Did you hear that, folks? He's available for booking because, and by the way, just so you know, we name drop on this show all the time. You'll be hearing name dropping to this entire show because no, it's I, my I'll show. Just, so we get the most ever the guy. I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, no, I don't want to cross any lines. I understand. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the dirt bike thing because um, I'm pretty sure I've seen that, that your brother and your dad have, like, the big bikes. And when I say the big bikes, I ride a Harley. So, of course, typically the only thing I go on is a Harley. Um, and so I'm curious because dirt bikes is a whole nother, it's a whole nother world, isn't it? Is it? I don't uh, really know. I mean, guys, I guess Harleys and stuff are considered more just, like, on the highways and stuff. But, like, dirt bikes, I like dirt biking. Like, I almost, me and my dad almost picked up a Triumph for me to kind of replace riding dirt bikes, but um, I don't know, dirt bikes is just something I really like, and I like going off-road, I like going on trails and stuff like that. I think that's really fun. That's awesome. What's a bike you just got got a brand new one? Yeah, it's a 250 at the Yamaha. It's uh, a dirt bike. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm just going to be a typical mom right now because I know you have a mom and I'm, I'm just trying to picture this and I'm thinking, does she have like a critical heart attack like I do? Cause like the minute my kids are on something dangerous, I'm like, seriously, you could like die in there. So does she like panic or is she like totally no, cool? I think, I think she's gotten used to it. I've been doing it like my whole life. <laughs> she's, oh. she's definitely used to it. Yeah. By now. I don't think she has much control over it actually. Oh I really? Okay. No, not really, but yeah. she, I think she's down with it. I, I think she, uh, enjoys seeing the boys having fun and making use of their outdoor time. And Last night, Calvin went up the driveway with his girlfriend on the back of his bike, and uh, his mother and I both enjoyed watching that happen very much. So <laughs> I can picture that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's she cool. had a little helmet on. She was all cool on the back of the bike. It was very sweet. Oh, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to give you your opportunity. So you can either say yes or no. You can say a little something about your girlfriend if you want to. That's entirely up to you. <laughs> We like to talk about that stuff because it's cool to talk about, kind of. All right. Okay. Oh wait, did you? Uh, did you no, ask a I question? mean, oh. she wants yeah, to know something well, about just, your, your your gal if you want to. Say. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, you want to talk about your girl? I mean, because you um, certainly can well, if you want like to. Expensively, but I'll talk. About. <laughs> <laughs> Her okay. name is Parker. So, she's, very, she's very. Oh, she, actually, she's an actress. Maybe I should mention that she's a she's a really great um, actress. Her name is uh, Parker Love Bowling. Uh, it's a pretty cool okay. name. Uh, a lot of people don't believe it's her real name, but she's actually really good. I, I've, I've seen her in a few things she's filmed. I, I've been on set with her, like, so many times. And uh, I don't know. She really has a talent for it, and uh, I think she's going to excel. That's sweet. I gotcha. Does she need exposure? Because, you know, we put actors on the show once in a great oh, while. Oh, uh, like uh, yeah. Give her et cetera, et cetera. They're quite yeah. a duo with them building boxes in her and her movies, and they're quite an uh, oh. uh, exemplary duo. That's awesome. Congratulations on that. That's really cool. That's nice to hear. Oh, there was my awe moment today. Okay. You know, let me just jump in for a second. You know, the the boxes, you know, they're handmade, and they're, they're, he makes them from scratch. And, you know, he asked me, I think, about a year or so ago to get him a, 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 a workbench. And I said, uh, yeah, well, you know, let's go to Home Depot and see what we can find and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was busy and didn't get around to it. And three days later, there's Calvin in the garage, and he built one. He built his own workbench. And so it was 
kind of uh, it, it was pretty cool. And uh, oh, he started making these boxes, and he made one for me, mm-hmm. and they're just getting more and more elaborate. Uh, the one he made for Parker right. is really, uh, you know, they're 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 each one of them is one of a kind, you know, because they're handmade. Mm-hmm. They're they're one of a kind, and they're so attractive. They're very handsome and and or beautiful, you know, depending upon how you look at it. It's uh, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anybody make them like that just off the top of their head. It's not like he went to carpentry school. And uh, I think he must have got it from the other side of the family. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Well, My dad that's was pretty good with stuff, way. but I never saw him make anything like that. Really? And and you don't do it yourself, right? I mean, you're not handy in terms of, like, the hand. Well, I'm handy with just about anything mechanical, but uh, woodworking mm-hmm. is something I never... Uh, I never attempted it and uh, probably wouldn't be able to without some sort of guideline or, or some kind of uh, blueprint. But uh, he just does it without, uh, I guess he sees it in his mind and he just puts it together. It's kind of amazing. Oh, sure. No, I got gotcha. you. In fact, that, that leads right to the next question I had, which was I was going to ask you, Cal, if you remember the very first piece and what you put together, meaning when you put your first case together, the size, the shape, and and – Obviously, we want to know what you're thinking, like your dad started talking about. How do you formulate something? Is it always just somebody telling you what to do, or do you just get oh, images in your head? Um, How does that work? I mean, uh, I, I like, uh, I don't know, I, I made a shelf for myself one time before I had made that box, and that was just because I needed books, and I made the box because I needed uh, somewhere to secure my stuff. So I basically just got um, a pen and paper out and just kind of drew a rough sketch of a box, and then... I bought some wood. I bought myself um, a handsaw and a screw, uh, a drill, and uh, I just went at it. I sanded it down. I stained it. I painted it. Uh, I mean, I didn't paint it. I stained it. I glossed it. Um, I don't know. It, it's just I just came out of necessity. But usually, like I'm working on your box today, the one I was going to make for you, and I'm covered in sawdust right now. My legs. Well, I just oh, no. true. He was in the ground. Yeah, I, I, when I got home, he was I, down there. Yeah, we're going on the radio, Calvin. He's down there covered in sawdust. But uh, I, yeah, I, I was working on it. But like, uh, like your box, uh, I, I had like kind of an idea of what I was going to do with it and what I was going to make, Uh-oh. and it was going to be kind of simple. But then I had made a mistake and I cut like a wrong part of it, and then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll just get a new piece of wood. But then I was like, you know what? Whatever, uh, I'll just work with it, and it's become this mm-hmm. whole new thing that I think is a lot better. And it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of in my head, and I just. I used to draw them all out, but this kind of covers okay. this in my head, and I see them perfectly in my head. I just know exactly what pieces to cut and things like that. And I oh, sure, like definitely. Um, now, I'm curious because, and so you folks know, when I had approached Cal, my original idea was I had had, obviously, digital images, which I now know, obviously, you can't put on that particular box. So the one thing that I said I wanted was, my signature line is presence over presence, and that's how I live my life, which is I enjoy people being in my face in one version or another. Text me, call me, show up at my house, I don't care what you do, but if you're an absence of presence, you're absent from my life, you're gone. It's that simple. And so I'm curious to ask you, are we going to be able to have that on there, like on the top of it? Is it possible to put names and things oh, in there just oh, so yeah, people definitely. get an understanding? I, mean, I, I like to offer out to people because, like, uh, my my first idea was I was thinking, oh, okay, what. Well, I'll get orders from people and like whatever they want, I'll throw it on there. But then, um, I, <laughs> a little bit into it, I realized that things can get a little bit elaborate, and uh, I don't really have the skill for carving and stuff like that that I could pull it off. Like maybe painting, but maybe something. But I think 
the best quality things I could get out to people are I can engrave names or you know short little lines like you want or um, like their initials, maybe their zodiac sign, their symbol or like something like that. I think would be cool. Okay, I've got you. I have a question for you. One individual that I was talking to about your boxes had asked about obviously. There's a lot of bikers who wear the skull stuff. Obviously, you've seen sugar skulls, things along those lines. Is that a little too elaborate for you, or is that something you think you might be capable of doing? Wait, which? What is it? Sorry. A skull, like a, like you know, like a biker. Like an actual skull. You know, like jacket, like you see a skull, and like like Hudson's tattoo. Oh, are like. you saying are you saying like that image you sent me? Well, relatively no, she brought up a new only... subject. Oh, like, like a, oh okay. You could do, you I'm, could oh, do I'm a sorry. Skull yeah, I could. Um, I I I would have to do it uh sort of large, so I could get all the details in there, but um. I could also okay. alternatively just paint it on there. I mean, I, I, I'm not that I'm not bad at painting or anything. I know how to do that, and I could make it, make it look really good on there. But uh, I mean, I, I could you. also engrave it. I mean, it just depends on how detailed the image is. Okay, I got it. And I just want to remind everybody one of the idea, one of the many ideas, and one of the things that'll come out before the end of this interview is once my box is complete, there's a reason there's a presence over presence on there, and you guys don't know this because you're probably not on the Facebook social media like the rest of us. Are. One of the things I do to all of my followers every day is three times or four times a day I'll post something up and I'll say, if you're reading this now, and I'll give them something inspiring about their heart, their soul, their, their will, their determination, etc. It keeps them going. It keeps them happy every day. So the idea is to fill my box full of all sorts of this inspiration, and then everybody else can start getting an inspiration box. Is that corny? Does that sound ridiculous? Uh, it's a little corny, but I, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Oh, <laughs> That's a pretty positive idea. I, I love it. I, I think that Thank kind you. of message, you know, nowadays is a good one, as long as it's not yeah. Pandora's box. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think it's cool. And people like it every day because when I drop off on Facebook, they're like, you can't leave because, you know, we look forward to these posts every day. And I, and I just come across so many people that are very unhappy in the state of the world right now. And it's like, you know what, if I can do something as simple as having something like this, of course, and it showcases your work, and then people get excited about it, and then they want an inspiration box, and then it takes off, and then before you know it, you're going to be, like, famous, like that. An inspiration box is exactly what they all are. They're, they're, they're inspired by love and by craftsmanship, and they, exactly. I think they speak for themselves, you know. It's, it's, it's very wonderful of you to, to take an interest in Cal and his box and his, his woodworking abilities, and, you know, we're very lucky to be on your show, and and to have oh you know the word to get out there, and uh, um, he, uh, you want to say that on your, you can put that into words by simply saying the box is filled with love, it's filled with That's a positive exactly. message for everybody. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And I, like I said, I know it's a little corny, but I was like, you know what? This is just one idea. It is corny, but there's nothing wrong with corny. There's nothing wrong at all with corny. No, corny can be good, corny. As long as not, not the Brady Bunch corny, but... Uh, yeah, that's right. Because that's the Brady exactly Bunch, right. now, let's face it, that was, that was not reality. Right. Okay, awesome. See, so there you go, people. I'm corny, but I'm cute, so there you go. So, okay, so now I have more questions about the business because we want to talk about the business end of things because most people that are listening today don't know who you are. And when we get to the end of the show, remind me to text you and tell you just exactly how many people are listening to this. I purposely didn't tell you before you came on the show because I didn't want you to freak out because I'm a little freaked out. But, <laughs> so Madsen Woodwork, it's a startup company, um, and so here's what I want to ask. In terms of being a startup, clearly that means there's you, you, and you. I'm assuming that you don't have helpers or workers at this point, just to clarify. I, I tried to get my little brother to help, but he, uh, I don't know, I don't oh. think he really has a hand for it, but I, uh, yeah, it's just me. 
Okay, I gotcha. I wasn't quite sure. I just want to clarify that in terms of people, you know, start ordering from you, et cetera. They have to understand that you're a one-man operation, and as growth allows, obviously, you'll get bigger, et cetera. Now, I want to talk a little bit about something, and I'm not sure if you know this or not, but, I mean, it's kind of common sense. You're working with wood. I know that you live in Malibu. Obviously, Malibu, I'm guessing, doesn't have the high humidity because oftentimes what happens is I know that with wood, sometimes it's naturally got moisture in it. So I guess what I want to alleviate the concerns of the people listening is, even though you're making these things in Malibu, does the does the humidity or does the warmth of the temperature affect the wood at all you're working with? And can you tell us what types of wood you use? Um, well, uh, I I just run down to my uh, local lumber yard around here, and I go down there. I okay. grab uh, whatever I can. Uh, there's just uh, there's common board. There's just oak. There's uh, there's all sorts of things I grab. It goes like case to case. I I, I go there. I grab whatever I want. But um, I mean, I I don't think anything like that would cause a problem for anybody ordering a box. I think everything should be fine on their end if they got a box. The ones you've made, I can say, you know, because you stain them and you seal them, yeah. I think they're pretty protected against any humidity or anything like, like that. That's I've had awesome. mine for a long time, and it looks pretty good. It looks like the day he made it, so. I gotcha. Okay. And and just out of curiosity, just because he's obviously on the phone with you right now, so, like, when you made sure. your box for your dad, was your expectation higher, Cal, in terms of, okay, I'm making this for my dad and I want it to be really super impressive? Are you a little more nervous when you're making projects oh. for your parents or friends no, versus, actually, you know? If, if, if memory serves, uh, I'm pretty sure I, I was just making a box just because uh, just I enjoyed it. And I was just making one and my dad came down and he saw where the project was going and he was like, you know, I think I might buy that from you. And he was like, I think I might want that. And I was just like... I mean, yeah, and uh, and then from there on out, I made it for him. It, uh, it turned out really cool, I think. It, it's my favorite of all the things I made. Um, but, oh, nice. uh, yeah, I, I didn't feel pressured or anything. It's pretty handsome. It's in my room next to my bed. And I think that's Calvin, the one I Calvin's posted, right? A, Cal- Calvin, Calvin's uh, the least affected by pressure of probably most of the people I've met in my life. <laughs> he's he's uh, he, he worked out pretty well, the pressure and the things. Oh, nice. That's nice to hear. And now you got a business. This is so awesome. Okay, next question about the business. Sorry, I don't mean to drill the business side of it, but that's what we're here for. And people are going to go away from here. They're going to listen to this, and they need to know as much information as possible. So I hope I'm not hurting, but it's important to cover this stuff. No, no, honey, we're um, all good. Okay, good. Um, now, I've been told that some of the stable and more stronger woods are like your plywoods and particle boards, et cetera. So if people come to you and that's not your mainstay necessarily, are you still going to be able to service them? Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, wait, could you repeat that again, sir? Sure. I think she what wants to know, like, is, when they come to you with different kinds of wood, oh, are, are you able to... to yeah, to, I can. I, I mean, if anybody wants me to use any certain kind of wood or anything, that, like, of course. I mean, it's, it's Wood can get uh, surprisingly expensive if people don't know that. Uh, I didn't know that when I was going into it, but, like, you can really spend a lot of money on just, like, a piece of wood. And if sure. if that's the case, if somebody wants, like, some type of expensive, really high-quality wood, I could definitely do that, but it would probably just up the price of the box. Oh, I imagine so, definitely. Okay, now we want to talk about the boxes themselves. In case you folks don't know, now Madsen Woodwork currently does custom boxes. And when we say custom boxes, we mean things like lock boxes, we mean chests, we mean jewelry boxes, et cetera. So kind of walk me through this process. So let's say like Cindy, which I did, I emailed you and I said, hey, Calvin, I want you to make this for me. So take us through the steps and so people can kind of visualize and get a sense of, okay, once they place the order with Calvin, what goes into it from start to finish, basically? You know what I mean? Uh yeah, no, I um, so uh, okay. basically, uh, how I, I wrote it all out just so I can have it, you know, set in writing of so, like how it's going to go down. Uh, I sent it sure. to you, but I did not go through. But anyways, uh, it 
basically I'll somebody will contact me if they want me to make something for them, and uh, I'll give them some options. You know, uh, they could uh, tell me you know what size box they want. That's the price varies on the size of the box. There's a small, medium, and large size. The small is the base price, which would cost uh, two fifty, and then it goes fifty dollars up. So medium three, uh, uh, a large is three fifty, and then um the okay. uh, and then from there um it uh you can decide that you know well you can tell me any specific kind of thing you want uh, staining you know what kind of wood all that uh, or you could just leave it all up to me and I could just make you something just based on whatever I want. And what I think would be cool for you, you can decide if you want uh, shelving. You can decide if you want, uh, okay. you know, uh, designs on it. Uh, what's that? You make little drawers. He makes little drawers and compartments and stuff like that that are very clever. And and I guess each individual person might want a certain kind of little compartment or a little drawer or a certain mm-hmm. kind of front or back. And all those right. kind of things are are very. If they did their homework and looked at the stuff he made. Before they ordered mm-hmm. something, they could probably have a pretty good idea of what to ask for, you know. Oh, that's yeah, but I no, mean, I alternatively, anybody could just ask me like directly, just hey, you just make me whatever you think, and I'll do whatever I want. You just be I something gotcha. completely surprised to somebody, you know. I gotcha. Yeah, because somebody mentioned to me the other day they were getting married. Good luck with that. Sorry, a little bitter. Um, but they <laughs> no, were getting married, yeah. and I, yeah, right. we won't get started. That's a whole other yeah, show right there, folks. Yeah, but, this is my third time around. <laughs> But you know what, though? You guys look so cute together. Can we just say what a shout-out how cute? Because I see these Instagram photos. I'm like, look at how cute. They're cute. It's a nice couple. Calvin's a handsome young man. Uh, you, no, you and your wife. I was referring to you oh, and your wife. Oh, oh yes. Well, she, she, uh, she's a good mummy. Yeah, she she Aww. cooked up three of them for me. Yeah. <laughs> so well put, folks. <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful? That was wonderful. Yay! Okay, no, my question was because this, come on, they were, this none of couple, us would be here without our moms. I know this couple that's out there is getting married, and um, they're radio friends of mine, and they were like, you know, it'd be really cool, like having one of these little memory boxes from their wedding, and I was like, oh, you know what, that'd be really cool. So I wonder if you could like a car. Are you able of doing like carving a heart and then putting like little beads or, you know, oh, yeah. you know how women yeah, have their bling? Like I'm full of bling. Oh God, you know yeah, what I mean? no, he, I, he can. He, I've seen him do that. The one he made for really? Parker has a beautiful piece of stained glass on the front. It's uh, that oh. one. That one blew me away. I, that one was so nice. Gosh. Yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, I, honestly, like I want to stress that. Um, I mean, I can personalize people's boxes. Uh, I can put. I, I can engrave. You know, a, a slot into it and put a photo in there. You can see on the top of the box. Put some glass over it. Nice. I could uh, engrave your name on it. I could engrave your initials. You know some type of quote, you know, all sorts of things I can do to, like, because the, the whole idea is that I want to make boxes for people that are, you know, completely unique, like, that they're the only person that can have that looking box, so it's just, you know, it's a one-of-a-kind kind of thing, and I'm not going to mass produce a whole bunch of the same box and just start, like, throwing them out there to people, because I, I think that kills the whole thing. I agree with you 100%. So, before I go to my next question, this is a really good question. I came up with this one myself just now. So, if, what would a Calvin box look like? If it was, if there was a box designed specifically for Calvin, what would that look like? Or have you done that already? Uh, you mean a box uh, like for myself? Meaning or like, like a staple somebody, of the company? I'm just trying to. You know how you're doing my box, so my box will be cognizant oh, okay. of my personality, my beliefs, my things that I like, etc. So what would your box look like? We're just curious. Oh, if, okay. If I was your mind one for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I. I, I, I'm I'm kind of a simple person. I, I, I made a box for myself, and it's it literally just looks like, I don't know, like some sort of a pirate chest or something. It's pretty plain. 
it's just a chest with a lock on it and uh uh nice. i don't know i i i really enjoyed making it it's it's fun for me making whatever but uh he's being very modest you know believe me he, even the shelf he talked about earlier you know it's, it's not just a shelf it's like a damn good looking shelf it's obviously handmade and very stable and heavy and solid and and uh, he his own box is a lot more handsome than he gives it credit for. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I think it's really nice. I stained it a really a color I really prefer. I uh, I in the inside of it, I made a shelving inside. I made a whole thing you can pull out. Um, I, I keep all my most personal things in there, and it, it's worked out for me very well so far. And I really like how it looks. It really adds to my bedroom, and I think it's gotcha. really, it's a nice thing. So one of the things I little, my little brother about, can't get in it. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> We don't want to go to the little brother. It sounds like the little brother gets blamed for a lot here. Poor little brother. He's probably brother. trying to we learn how to cut keys. <laughs> At this point, he's probably trying to pry it open with the bolt cutters. Oh, my God. All right, so Calvin, let's, you know, let's say, for instance. You know, when I found the bolt cutters at the bottom of the stairs the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah, what were they oh doing? Oh, my God. You think Luke was trying to drag him up here? That's all <laughs> I, have giant, I have a giant bolt cutter, and suddenly it was moved in the garage. <laughs> That's kind of crazy sounding, <laughs> I hope that. everybody's okay over there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Keep your tools fine. in a proper place, please, young man. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, we got a big um, box. Now, obviously, we want to talk about more serious things, such as, for instance, like, okay, so let's say I got my box next week. Now, typically in a perfect world, longevity, this will last you for life. It's not going to tarnish, et cetera. To be honest with you, I'm an idiot when it comes to wood. So what are we looking at? Oh, wait, what is she wants to know like, how long, long they last. And, oh, oh, for I mean, these are really sturdy. I make them, uh, the, I made them with really, uh, you know, quality wood. I don't just find like some driftwood or something like that. I make them out sure. of wood that I, I, I inspect. I look over and it, it's very solid wood, and I make sure that I, uh, I get all the, the screws that hold it together. The whole thing is very sturdy. I've, I've taken boxes. I've dropped them off of huge things. I, I've, they've, I've had a, uh, you know, tough tests on the boxes, and they, they stand up. And I know. For a fact, they'll stand up to time, of course. They get better over time. They they start to look pretty good after they're, you know, they take on their own personality and they get a little a little older. They just look better and more handsome. That's awesome. I like that. And of course, never watch Antique I'm gonna, yeah. Show. You watch that TV show, Antique Roadshow. Yeah. All right, I've seen people bring stuff in there that's made out of wood that's fifty, hundred years old, and it's uh, still looks pretty good, if not better. That's so cool. That is. That's neat. And it lasts, folks. See, so not only is it custom design, it lasts. It's made from quality material by somebody who actually knows what they're doing. We want to talk about, um, we want wood. to call it a so-called, exactly, typical turnaround time. Is there such a thing as a typical turnaround time when somebody makes an order? Um, well, I, it would go um, It would go base, like case to case, you know, if they wanted some huge thing, some huge elaborate thing or something like that. But if somebody ordered something simple, I mean, it, there's no reason it wouldn't take more than a couple of days to complete. But, um, it, you know, if something, if somebody wants, like, a really nice thing done for them, uh, it, it could go for maybe two weeks. It would probably be the longest I'd take. Oh, oh wow. That's not bad at all. That's really no. impressive. My God. I mean, you I know, that could change if I get a lot of people ordering things, which I could update on. But uh, from now, I, I can make boxes very quick. I hope in the future they got a great big workshop for him or a bigger workspace, maybe a couple of people to help him, depending upon how many orders he starts getting or how popular they become. Oh, you betcha. Yes. Well, more details on that in about five or ten minutes. So you'll be, you are sitting down, right? You're sitting yeah. down? 
Cal? Okay, yeah. good. Just making sure. Okay, state saving um, as far as that goes. Uh, I want to ask you, this is a, probably one of the most important questions of the interview, which was if I were to ask you why Madsen Woodwork stands out as compared to any of its competitors, what would you tell me? What would you say to the listening audience? Why pick you, not someone else? What's unique and what's uh, different? I, I think it just plainly that it's it's just completely you know unique boxes made personally for people. It's just you know I could I can make boxes that are just completely one of a kind that they will never exist again and will never have never existed, and it'll be only something that whoever ordered it will own. And like you know it's just it's it's personally made for people. It's not like some IKEA furniture that you could just pick up and it. Uh, it, the whole basis of the whole thing is, you know, it's just it's personalized. It's something that should be very special to somebody getting, or you know, like somebody can get it for a gift for somebody, and it's just it's something I I, I assume would be very nice to somebody to receive. I mean, I really love the things I make, and I imagine sure. if somebody gave me something like that, I'd really appreciate it. And I, it's just the whole thing about it is just unique. You know, it has to be unique. And uh, if oh, of course, it, I'm trying to get the ones he made recently. <laughs> Two of them sitting in the dining room, and every day I see them sitting there, and I'm like, well, going on. I'm already trying to get him off of them. Well, I have a question because some of my listeners, actually I have a 20% base apparently, almost 20% in other countries. That's quite a shock to me. And shout out to you folks, by the way, especially in Italy. We have nice representation. But the reality is if they're listening right now, and obviously they're in a different country, are you going to keep things simple at 50 states to start with and then expand out? Or or what if somebody's listening and they're from London or somewhere else and they want to get something? Is that a viable option? The the shipping cost is going to get uh, pretty expensive for that, so people are going to have to cover that. But I mean, there's no reason I couldn't send a box out there. Calvin's been oh, to Italy. He's been to Rome. I took Calvin to Rome. Oh, I love Italy. Man. I was shooting a picture in Rome, and Calvin was there with me. And and I actually um, I bought a property outside of Italy, between Rome and Naples. I have a little place in a village there, and and uh, Calvin's uh, quite familiar with uh, Italy, and he. Uh, had quite a great trip over there. My my manager is is from Italy. My manager's oh. Italian, and uh, he's. Yeah. Uh, I bought a place in the village that he grew up in when he was a little boy, and, and oh. uh, me and Calvin ran around the streets of Rome. It was a pretty nice trip. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I, there's no reason I couldn't send boxes out to people anywhere in the world. I mean, I, I could ship it out there if they they just would have to cover the shipping costs, but. Oh, right, and I kind of figured as much. I just wanted to double-check and make sure. Because you want to cover all those different bases because you never know where people are living or if they want to oh, like, order it from you and ship it to a friend and things along those lines. So I, I totally, totally get it, obviously. Um, yeah. Now, as it relates to your presence, obviously we all know, because I've been talking about it all week and Instagramming it, that he was Madsen Woodwork on Instagram. Now, as things go along, are you having a visible presence on Facebook? Are you going to have an actual website? Are you going to expand oh, out to yeah. more places? I um, I actually uh, I I should have mentioned it to you in emails or something, but uh, I I made a Facebook for it um, and uh, it's just cool. under Madsen Woodworks and uh, there's okay. a Facebook account under Madsen Woodworks and a and a page under Madsen Woodworks. It's more focused on the page there, but. Uh, I would love sure. to make a website. Uh, I'm I, I'm pretty sure I don't know some, somebody a friend of mine had told me that I need all sorts of uh, uh, I don't know uh, permits or something like that for owning a, a business website that you have to pay some people for that or something I don't know but well, everybody's trying to make a really? book Kevin yeah. so you can just ignore that yeah but I, I, I once I figure that whole thing out I'd love to make a website very soon 
Sure. No, I understand completely. This way people have more than one option to read you. And and at the end of the interview, I'll, of course, read off all the different places that they can find you, et cetera, et cetera. I want to interject a question to uh, Michael because if I don't ask you this, my son will kill me, my sure. two-year-old son. We were in McDonald's this morning, and, and he asked me, he's like, who's going to be on your show today? And I said, well, I said, you know, I have this guy by the name of Calvin coming on to talk about his business. And I said, you know, his dad's an actor and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, who is he? And I showed him your picture. And, and of all the things you've done, all he cared about was his voice has never been on Assassin's Creed. So I want you to ask him why he hasn't done any voice stuff for Assassin's Creed. So I'm asking you, why haven't you done Assassin's Creed? Because you're breaking my child's heart. Well, I've I've been uh, I've done a lot of voices on on a, on a lot of video games. I just I just did mm-hmm. one that's brand new called Recoil that hasn't even oh. been released yet. And I um, cool. I love the voiceover stuff. It's uh, it's it's fun. You go in a booth and and uh, bring life to a character. I did The Walking Dead and I did uh, you, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. I have to be oh, reminded yeah, of, of by my children. Uh, the voices I've done. I did Call of Duty, and what else did I do? There's a couple oh, you did of, one of the Grand Theft Auto. I did the very first Grand Theft Auto. I did... Uh, right. What else was there? They probably know more than I do. I, I've uh, yeah. I've done a few. I, I haven't do. been asked about Assassin's Creed, but uh, I'll certainly bring it up to my to my voiceover agent and, and ask her uh, awesome. you know, if they would submit me on it. Yeah, especially coming from a 12-year-old. No, right, and they do that. It's fun. It's they do, really and, you know, it, what, it surprises me because they're very limited, you know, because I'm their mom, and, of course, mom's like, you know, if it's too mature, I'm not going to let you play it. So they obviously can't do Grand Theft Auto. So a lot of the stuff, obviously. No, 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 no. I, I, to, be honest like, with yeah. you, to be honest with you, when I, I did the very first Grand Theft Auto, I didn't even know really what the game was about. And when I hmm. did the voiceover, I spoke to the creative people, and at that time okay. they were just developing the game. They were using my voice uh, for one of the characters, but the game was still actually in development and construction, and they didn't actually completely know how it was going to be and what it was going to be. And it turned out to be a lot more aggressive than I would have imagined. And, and uh, yeah, that's one of those ones that goes a bit too far here and there. But right. uh, far be it for me to criticize the world that I make a, a living in at sometimes. But sure. um, I would agree with you. It's, uh, Grand Theft Auto is... Is uh, is uh, not for the uh, timid or, or or the young at heart. That's for sure. Oh, you betcha. Yeah, absolutely. So I was like, yeah, I just showed it to him, and he was like, I'm like, of all these different things, he's like, I don't recognize them, and I'm like, well, of course, because you make movies that clearly 90 percent of my children are not going to see until they're 18 well, or whatever. Well, they can watch Free Willy. I mean, uh, <laughs> they can watch they Free did. Willy. I'm, I'm the dad in Free Willy, and uh, that's for yes. any kid from uh, birth to to. Uh, you know that's a that's a nice family picture with uh, that's good for kids. It is definitely. And before I forget to ask you this, Cal, because I wanted to compare notes. So you know, obviously your dad's an actor, and well, he's not just an actor, folks. In case you don't know this, he's an actor, he's an author, he's a photographer, he has a barbecue sauce line. I could go on and on and on, but it's not his show; it's his son's. So my question to you, Cal, is this: um, of all the things that your dad does really well, what do you think he does best? Besides being well, a dad, uh, I should take that out. That's a given. <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to lean towards that. Uh, I'm sorry. Let that do the best. Uh, maybe I should, maybe I should leave the room. <laughs> no, you can't leave the room. You have to you know, take he, it in. Calvin's a very modest young man, and he, he I try to be the best dad I can be, and whatever he 
whatever. Uh, no, I don't know. Kelsey. My dad's always been. He's been so like supportive. I, 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 I'd want to say being a dad, but like, I mean, if I was gonna choose other things from a dad, uh, man, I, I mean, I just as a person, uh, he obviously is a, a, a you know, an outstanding actor. I mean, that's, that's insane. Uh, his poetry is really nice. I, lo- I love looking through his books. Uh, yep. Man, I could I couldn't even possibly pick one thing about my dad as the the best thing. He's a great guy. I mean, I don't know what else to say about him. He's like, he's That's a awesome. super supportive dad. Nice. He's he's always been there for me. It's he's a cool guy. I mean, That's thank you, son. <laughs> Let's that tell is. the That's world. Awesome. Okay, we'll just do a flip back here, and I'll tell, I'll speak for like the five thousand people on my Facebook wall, etc., and the people that I poll today, because that's another thing I do on social media. We ask poll questions all the time, because I'm like, when I say you're my friend, I want to know something about you. Not that your name is Michael and you're my friend, or you're Cal and you're my friend. I want to know who you are. So I pulled everybody today and said, tell me your favorite movie of his. Shocker, it's Reservoir Dogs. Is it my favorite movie? No. And I'm probably going to yell that, right? You're not going <laughs> to yell at me, are you? Please don't yell at me. It's not. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to admit my okay. favorite it's, because it's, I was the only uh, person to say it. I've, I've often been uh, uh, in wonderment of uh, Reservoir Dogs myself. It, it's... Uh, it's a very it's a Tarantino picture and it's very hard to describe to anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, I think Calvin's probably seen a lot of pictures I've made. I wouldn't know which one would be outstanding in his mind. Oh, um, man, I I always tell people. Uh, uh, what was the what was the the cop movie with uh, Vice? Uh, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco, I really loved, but my dad was. I, I did I mean, too. I mean, I I think I easily would tell people Reservoir Dogs all the time, but I I love that Seriously? movie very much. Yeah, really. Really? Okay. Well, I'm going to be the lone oh, wolf. Oh, you do you imagine it'll be more like abstract or something? Days. I mean, there's also <laughs> well, this movie. Uh, actually, it's called Lumberjack Man. That is like <laughs> my dad. He plays a, a funny guy in it, and it's it's a pretty adult movie just because there's a lot of nudity in it and there's drugs oh. and stuff. But it's like a oh. summer camp like slasher movie. But it's my oh dad, my. and it's just so hilarious. It's just like the funniest performance, like. And, like, I've seen oh my, my dad's movies where he's being funny, but this just tops all of my dad's comedy things, which is, it's so oh, funny. Awesome. I showed my friends. We've watched it and laughed so hard. It's just, it's so hilarious. <laughs> that is cool. I like that. Okay, that was so, fun doing that. I, I rarely get a chance for, for comedy. I, uh, I, now that I'm over the hump of saying that, yes, I, it's not that I don't like Reservoir Dogs. Here's the problem with this, okay? I just, I'm like, well, first of all, <laughs> it's not my favorite, okay? We're just going to say it's not my favorite. So this is my favorite. So this is the only real thing I'm curious about because I was the lone wolf. I'm interested in knowing. It's always been one of two things. And before I even spoke to you, I have always said this. I've said this for years. I'm like, okay, so there's this Michael Madsen guy, and I watched him, and I've been watching you for a long time. My my mother adores you, and that's one of the reasons why I was attracted to your work is because my mother has always said – man is so excellent and he's so wonderful and, and it, was, it was a big thing for her and so um, I was like okay so I've watched this and by the way I bought your very first movie the other day yeah that was interesting just so you folks know you should watch Michael Madsen's very first film it's very different do you remember the? you obviously remember your first thing right are you so, talking about war games you no know, it was that you play um, god I should know this. I don't know the name. It's in my DVD thing. What's your mom's favorite movie of mine? Well, her and I have the same favorite movie, which is this. I well, picked which one is either. It? It's Stolen Louise. And let me tell you why. Sure. The reason why, 
You remind me of another actor, um, the guy who played Sammy Gravano, William Forsythe, who I'm going to be interviewing. And William Forsythe is a great also. friend of mine. I, I, really? I love Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise was one of the few times I got to play a romantic uh, character, a romantic leading man. I I, um, I love that picture. I it's uh, yeah. That's a picture that stands the test of time. I mean, it's become a classic. It was... Um, I uh, I love that picture and it holds up even now today. I, I'm glad you mentioned yep. it. Uh, it's a great film. Of course. And I've worked it with is. William Forsythe. Probably Billy Billy Forsythe and me probably made four, maybe five movies together. We did a yeah. picture called Infected that you might want to watch. Where okay. um, Billy plays a, a country doctor, and uh, okay. me and my family are on a camping trip out in the woods, and everybody gets Lyme disease and and uh, everyone turns into zombies, and they're all trying to eat each other. And me and William end up in a cabin at the end with shotguns, and Ew. we're trying to. <laughs> we're the last two survivors that don't have the the, the disease yet. And uh, I, I I love William. He's one of the last lions of the business. He's a a great actor. I've done TV spots with him, and we've done a couple gangster pictures together. And uh, right. he's a he's a gem. I. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I say that about very few actors that I've worked with. And if you want to see a funny, funny film with me and him in it, you should look at Infected. It's, uh, it went straight to that. DVD, but it's, it's a good one. That's awesome. Yeah. So there you go, folks. I'm the lone wolf, and I don't really care because I'm always saying Thelma and Louise. And the reason why is because before I even talked to you, I said at the same thing of Will, which is. I believe the signature of any actor in their best work starts off early and then it's just a reproduction of their best work over and over and over again. And for some reason, when I saw that character in Tom Louise, I thought, I bet that guy, I bet that that's who really Michael Manson is in real life, that he's not that Reservoir Dog guy, that he's not Donnie Brasco guy. You know what I mean? Well, sure, I know what you mean. It's, it's, uh, it's an interpretation of um, somebody will write something and then, it's up to me to interpret what they wrote, and uh, I can't take credit for the writing of something, but I'll do my best to to bring it to life as a character in a in a film. It's uh, my job is no different than a than a bricklayer. I uh, hmm. I get hired, I go to work, I do my job, and I try to bring something to life that was written by someone else. I um I I love Thelma Louise, and it's uh, the, definitely indi- indicative of my, the romantic side of my personality. But uh, it's uh, it's always an cool. interpretation of of, of the uh, screenwriter. It's certainly two different people from Mr. Blonde, that's for sure. Oh my God! Right? <laughs> and exactly. And just so you know, folks, because everybody that you knows this, talked to me this morning because I was like, Oh my God! What if I'm on the air with Michael Madsen and he yells at me? I'm like, What if he like tries to harm me or something? And they're like, Are you insane? So, and I'm like, You know what? You talking to Michael Madsen? Exactly. So there. Okay. There you go. See, I'm not as afraid. <laughs> I'm only half as afraid I'm that I wasn't. I'm just a dad. Afraid. I'm just a. I'm just a dad. Yeah. Right. Just trying well, to make yeah, a living. You are. 
Exactly. And we're on my show right now, so I actually, yeah. So, see, the fear's going away. I'm flattered and pleased to be on here with my boy. Oh, God. It's uh, great for me, but trust me, I I, want to support everything he does in his life. It brings me great pleasure. Wonderful. That is. Now, Cal, I have two major questions for you before I bring lots of surprises into your life. Um, since we, of course, got an acting thing, I don't want to be uh, neglectful. I want to talk about the IMDb profile. I went through a few things. And the reason I bring this up is because oftentimes people listen to my show, they'll walk away and they'll listen to a movie, watch a movie, they'll read a book on my recommendation. So I know there's now here in 2010 an absolute vow in 2017. There's also mention of a movie called Prim- Primitiva. Did I say that right? Oh, Primitiva. It's, it's, yeah, because yeah, it says we, it's filming, uh, and I'm thinking, what's up with that? Oh, it's um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not too focused on my. Own. I, I mainly did that just because uh, I, I was with a group of people that were gonna film a movie, and they went to Costa Rica, and they, they invited <sighs> me, and uh, and we, okay. you know, we went there, and I, uh, they want to film a movie, and they asked me if I'd be in it, and I was in it, and it was a really good time, it was really fun, but, uh, yeah, that's true. It's, it's just like a, it's like a slasher film. It's, it's, a, I, okay. it's, it's really cool. Or it's not a slasher film. What am I saying? But uh, it's uh, it's pretty unique. You should, uh, if anybody's interested, uh, there's uh, my my girlfriend's sister. Her name is Kansas Bowling, um, uh, and okay. it's spelled just like the game bowling. And uh, the uh, if you look her up on Instagram or on Facebook, all sorts mm-hmm. of things. She's a director. She's made a lot of really great movies, and she has a lot of cool stuff coming out. But yeah, that, that was made by her, and yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Now, the other two films that you participated in, like if they go to Vimeo or Amazon or some of those places, meaning now here in Absolute Vow, are they able to actually screen it, watch it, pick it up, etc.? No, I don't think any of those came out. I don't think. I think oh. uh, now here might have went to DVD uh, at some point in okay. time, but that was a very, very low-budget project, and Calvin was man enough to show up and be in it, and I wanted him to be part of it just to be just to be around what I do and so he could kind of know me better as a as a dad and know better what I do for a living and he uh was one of those pictures that was fun for us both to work on but I don't know if it ever saw the light of day in distribution I, I tried to look it up to hmm. see it because I was really interested what it looked like the scene like right. cried or whatever but like couldn't find it anywhere it was, I, I don't know what happened to it I saw it once hmm. I saw a screening of it but uh Distribution okay. is tough for, for low-budget independent pictures. It's very tough business. Oh, I, oh, I know. I, I Boy, do I know it. I work with these people all the time. It's so depressing. It, it's depressing to watch passion kind of perpetuate. <laughs> it's in depressing. A good way. In a good way, it's one way, but you know what I mean? Sometimes it doesn't see the light of day. No, you know, well, we so had that conversation the other day. I was We were talking about mm-hmm. strength and honor and, uh, right. and something else I forget, but uh, it's, yeah, you, a lot of passion gets put into some of these things and and uh, they disappear and uh, it's not like a box which is going to be there forever <laughs> well right exactly they're, no, they're both saying, Im- no. forms of immort- both forms of immortality film and, and woodwork I would say without a doubt now my other question to you Cal is this so are there other additional personal passions that you're going to pursue over time that you think just any other interest besides the woodworking because Besides potential acting, anything else on the on the plate? On the oh, list? Uh, well, definitely, uh, definitely music. Like uh, that's music, uh, right. aside from woodworking, I think honestly, like, music is probably the first thing for me. And like uh, woodworking would be kind of secondary. But like, I, I, I unfortunately I don't have uh, all the resources I need to pull all my music things together. But uh, I, I'm all that's going to come to light soon, and uh, I, I'm going to get everything recorded and send it out to labels and. 
I, I, I really like the music I make. I, people around me, the people I play it for, they like it. So I, I don't know. I feel really strong about it. And What's I, the name of that little studio, Calvin, that you were in for a while? Remember I bring you over to that sound studio and you went over there with your buddies and stuff? Oh, that was... Uh, Do you oh, still man, use that? Do you still go there? It, it was it was something. The uh, second word in it was ranch. No, I, I went there a couple times and uh, just to have band practices and stuff. And I wanted to record there, but... Uh, uh, the the person I'm working with, the producer, he doesn't live out where we live. He lives kind of far, so I managed to find other people who have studios out in the city around where the guy I work with lives, and uh, I'm going to out there to record. Gotcha. Okay. And I guess I should probably ask the obvious question, which is, so therefore you haven't had anything recorded or done anything. And the reason I ask is because one of the people that listen to my show all the time are independent filmmakers. And let me tell you something. Your dad will tell you independent filmmakers need to find lots of new and interesting talent when they're doing a movie. A lot of my friends always use original music by people composed by you. That's why I asked the question. Oh, um, well, actually, uh, I have uh, several, like, uh, not even several, like a lot of recordings of myself that I've done myself. I know how to make my own recordings and, I can do it and make it sound really good. Uh, I've made okay. recordings of just me with a guitar, and I've done other instruments and things like that. I just uh, I've done it in my house. I've bought microphones, and I have electric guitars and acoustic guitars. I've made a lot of recordings that I have personally, and I could send around. But yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, okay. a regular now, band down um, the garage for a while. They had the whole setup down there. It was pretty cool. It was. Uh, that's awesome. I've I've heard them in the in the middle of the night. <laughs> they they're. They're pretty good, actually, and I, I've talked to Calvin about writing some music for a couple pictures I've been in, a couple things I've done lately that uh, he met the producers on that were asking him if he would play on the soundtrack for a couple things I'm doing right now. Oh, that's awesome. See, I like that, definitely. Okay, Luke, now. Luke, oh, um, Luke, go in the fridge and grab me that energy drink that's in there. It might uh, be useful to, if anybody's interested in the music I make, it might be useful to understand that I'm... The music I make is, I guess, I, it's hard for me to choose, like, a genre for it, but um, I guess okay. I I was going, I, my uh, major, like, inspirations for it is I, I listen to a lot of, like, classical rock from the 60s and 70s, and uh, I, oh, I love okay. that music just, like, to death, and uh, I, I'm very inspired by people like Johnny Cash, and uh, I'm very inspired yeah. by uh, the band Velvet Underground and by Lou Reed and uh, ah. I know, by all sorts of uh, people that I, I just really, uh, really adore, and I'm reading Johnny Cash's okay. book right this, right now, actually, and uh, it's, I don't know, I guess it would be kind of a blend of things like that that I'm inspired by. I remember the genesis of Johnny Cash. He, uh, he's even, uh, he's got some Johnny Cash t-shirts, and uh, for a while, oh, cool. big, uh, there's a mugshot of Johnny Cash on the internet that I saw a long, long, long time ago, and um, I had it blown up and, and framed, and uh, it was hanging up in the house for a while even back in the day. And uh, that was, I think, when I first noticed Calvin with his music was, was him listening to a lot of Johnny Cash. Well, look at that. That's awesome. He's one of my favorites, actually, to tell you the truth. And I don't know if, Cal, you ever get to New York City because that's my second home, and so most of my second family lives over there. And then if you ever get a chance to come up there, one of the places you could go to is the general um, I don't know if you've ever gone to Webster Hall in New York City. The guy that runs the place is a really good friend of mine. He's actually an actor in an independent film that I'm showing at my festival. Talk about one of the best places to play, to just go and play music. I mean, it's huge. You need to go there. You need to see this place. It's awesome. I can't say yeah. enough about this place. I'm very it's, interested. It's amazing. Cool. 
Oh when, my when God! Yeah. It's so much fun. When is that? Um, well, uh, the, going to well, let me see. When am I going to go to Webster Hall? I'll probably go either in June or July. My film festival is, you know, towards late July, and so I want to go and I want to get to Webster Hall because I have some friends that play there. Actually, see, we're all in this one big circle. Like, what, I'm on what, my show what, what and I'm going to go to Webster Hall. Uh, New York, Webster Hall. You've never been there. Webster Hall's in New York, oh, so sure. so if Calvin yeah. was hanging around New York sometime in late July, he could come over there and just drum awesome. around a little bit. Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, let's get to the surprises, okay? But first, before oh. we get to the surprises, that there are surprises. Every time people come on the show, there are surprises. I always have surprises for my guests because then they like me a little bit more. And at this rate, this is going to be the hell out of my neck because I think my date's standing me up. Yeah, that's right, folks. Surprise! Date's standing me up. Okay, so we want to talk about... <laughs> sounds like a bum. <laughs> well, you now you see like why I was dated four times. I'm crazy about him, but I'm like, this is what I'm talking about, folks. I mean, my followers know this because I post it. I'm very blunt on Facebook. I see, um, you know, some of the things that you guys post, but I'm very blunt. Everybody knows everything that's going on in my life for the most part. And they see this all the time because I get all excited and I'm like, this is going to be it this time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, the good thing we have surprises it's for you good. because apparently there's no surprise for Sydney tonight. Shocker. But that's okay, because we have great company right now. So um, let me run through these things first off before we get to the surprises. So his name is Calvin Matson. Obviously, we all know how to spell Matson is M-A-D-S-E-N. First name, Calvin, K-A-L-V-I-N, or otherwise known as Cal, K-A-L. His Instagram is Matson Woodwork, and obviously he has his own personal Instagram is Cal Matson. Michael Madsen has michaelmadsen.com. He has the Michael Madsen official on Instagram. He also has a Facebook page. As you heard Cal say, he has a Facebook page that's coming up or is up. Let me just clarify. Yeah, it's up. It is up. Okay, I'll have to check that out because I didn't get an opportunity to do so. No, he's been very motivated lately, and and he was really looking forward to to um, to be on your show and and really? that phone call that you guys had. Well, the genesis of that, uh, he's he's very uh, very flattered, and and we're both very very uh, nice that you've taken this interest in in Cal. Well, you know, I told you the reasons why, and we won't repeat those on on air because no one knows sure. the fact. You're doing a, a favor for me, Cal, which I appreciate more than I can tell you, and I will do anything that I can to help you, obviously. The biggest thing, folks, you want to remember is if you reach out to him on Instagram, you can talk to him about ordering. He has a direct email, which is madsenwoodwork at gmail.com. I'm sure you can message him through Facebook as well as far as that goes. We talked about the website, obviously, and we'll see what comes of that as far as that goes. Now the surprises. So there are surprises that are from me, and then there are surprise offers from other people. So which do you want first? Because there's nine of them. Is that a lot? Is this going to overwhelm you? You're not going to have a heart attack. Let's get started. (laughs) <laughs> okay, she's like, just that bring it. Easy. Okay, that bring not it. easy to overwhelm. Okay, well, first of all, um, to those that are listening in, they already know this, and you guys know this because I sent you my bio, but half of my time is spent being an actual journalist because that's what I like to do. So I obviously freelance with a number of different places, but some of the big ones too, like Huffington Post, LA Times, and New York Times, et cetera, amongst others. So I think I threw this idea out there. So if you like, when I come to LA next month, I could come and visit you or you can come and visit me and we can actually do a written up article that'll get submitted to some of the bigger name publications, newspapers, magazines, et cetera, which I assume you would like. I am all you can over say that. no if you want. I'm all over that too because it allows me to write and that's like my huge thing. I do everything that allows me to write. So that would be yeah, awesome. Okay, so yeah, you cool. won't know this about me because we didn't talk about this. This is a big one. I 
started at the beginning of last year, I am having a calendar out this year. Yes, that's right, folks. You can buy a calendar with my face on it for 12 months. I have no idea why anyone wants to look at me. You've seen my picture, right? Would you want to look at me for 12 months? Who the hell wants to look at me for 12 months? Apparently, everyone. Here's the premise of my calendar. If you want inclusion, now would be the time to say so. Because, for instance, one of the things that I do is I promote independent anyone, independent artists, independent authors like George Christie, your dad's friend is in there with my review of his book. Um, Deanna Martin, which is Dean Martin's daughter, is in, the, is in the calendar. I have Real Housewives. I have independent film directors like Steve Stanulis, John Gallagher. I am big, huge on indie. I can't, I can't stress enough to you. Any form that I can use to do it, I will. It's huge promotion. I'm told that if we play our cards right, it'll get out to about, ooh, I'm hoping 20,000 people this year. If we did 50, I'd be even happier, but it's free. And it's cheap. But then we have to have a picture taken of the boxes and all that good jazz. But if you'd like to be included, I have two spots left, and then they're all gone. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very interested. That sounds pretty cool. Oh, yeah, my gosh. That's, that's, that's another that's, get. That's a, pretty, that's, a, that's a big surprise. That's, you, yeah, you, you, uh, I was wondering what they world. were going to be. That's, that's a great one. Oh, no, it gets better. It gets better, folks. Okay, so as you heard when I was talking about my news, one of those fun things I get to do is to go to Chromicon. And Chromicon is the very first marijuana comic book convention. And normally I wouldn't do that, although, yes, I'm going to say it out loud. I'm a 420 supporter. <gasps> oh, well. Um, anyway, so <laughs> okay, the purpose sorry. of going, because people are, you'd be surprised because you're in the same field I'm in, kind of. Then they get all weirded out, like, you no, freak or skinny good. dip or you do dope? I'm like, whatever. You're, 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 anyway. You're not dope. <laughs> well. Marriage of Wana and or 420 and or whatever. The point is, I'm doing this comic book convention because, I'm sure you guys don't know this, but my son has created a comic book that's finally, after three and a half years, coming out this year. He was a seizure patient, and so we are finally coming out with this comic book, and it's going to all the pediatric hospitals, et cetera, et cetera. And so for purposes of getting coverage, et cetera, et cetera, I'm going to provide media coverage, and I'm also going to be a vendor there. Hopefully George will come with me, but long story short, I would like to take a few boxes with me unless mine is done or maybe you want to do two. Or maybe if you want to go to Vegas and you're around, just come to Vegas. You can hang out at the table with me. It's a one-day event. It's in July. July, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know what the hell my own schedule is. July. Well, you know, oddly enough, um, I I think Calvin might be around Las Vegas. Um, He he has a Mustang. Uh Uh-oh. You ever watch a show called (laughs) Counting Cars? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, well, I, I know that cat who's uh, who runs the show, uh, the Count. Um, he uh, we became friends, and he um, um, he has Calvin's Mustang, and uh, they're gonna make an episode of the show with Calvin's car, and uh, we'll obviously have to go to Vegas when the, the unveiling happens. Sure. And uh, I also okay. have a, a good friend who's an MMA fighter, is Cowboy Cerrone who has a fight in Las Vegas in early July, and I was okay. going to go to Vegas and watch him fight. So, you know, the chance of Calvin being around and being with you and sitting at your booth or bringing a box is probably more possible than you might think. What I'm only throwing it as a suggestion, and please, please remember, because you are younger, I guess I should, I, I assume, as a grown man, However, we are talking about a convention as such, so I guess I should consider your parents in that regard because, well, I guess I didn't ask if you approve of such things, so I don't want to be out of line. Um, but certainly, your products can come with me or you can go or et cetera, et cetera. So you can think about that one. Wait, did you There's say Comic-Con? 
Yeah, well, it's, right. it's called Chronicon. If you go on Facebook Chronic, or you oh, just Chronic do an internet Tom. search, Chronic, okay, like Chronic, like C H R O M I C. That's in Las Vegas. It's in Las Vegas, and it's at. Yeah, you know what? I apologize. I can't remember the name of the place. It's a hotel. It's July 8th of 2017. It's a one-day event, just one day. And uh, you know yeah, what's really yeah, cool? Is that that's, why don't we make a plan it. to make a plan to see if you know, he can uh, definitely get Well, yeah, there. and we can talk about all this off-show. I'm just throwing it all out there yeah, right now. Yeah, so This way, the listening audience well, is hearing. Idea. Oh, Believe you know. Believe me, Calvin's pretty gregarious. Calvin, he he right. loves to do that. Calvin might be here, here, here. So I'm just throwing that out there as far as that goes. And if you do show up, my dear friend Christopher Cerrone is going to be there. He was the guy that played Henry Hill, the young Henry Hill in Goodfellas. I'm sure you guys have seen Goodfellas. So yeah. he's going to be making an appearance there. And if if I can manage George Christie, I would love to have him come because he's got his book. So we'll see how that goes. Now, the fourth thing. But George is a good buddy. He is. He is terrific. And he wanted me to say hello to you. And I told him to listen in, et cetera, et cetera. He's amazing. I did a great show with him. And, and he petrified me even more than you. I was shocked. George, is, you know, a, I was George is a solid, George is a solid man. He's a good, he's a good he cat and a good friend. And uh, he, he has an interesting past. And he's a loyal guy. Um, there's not too many George Christie's running sweet. around the world, that's for sure. You bet. You, you gotcha. Okay, so. Cal, I have my fourth offer, and then I have four offers from other people. Okay, so the fourth one is the biggest one, and it's closest to my heart. Um, New York City, July 21st to the 23rd is my film festival. Um, As you might have heard at the beginning, what's most important to me is the fact that we are combining musicians and filmmakers and producers, directors, screenwriters, and a youth category, and putting them all in a room together. We're having a couple different events. We're doing six industry panels, et cetera, and we're having tons of different vendors. All of them are film relative to some degree, meaning you technically qualify, and I say technically because I'm very staunch about if you're going to do a film festival, they should have a connection to film. Well, you live with your connection to film. So technically, I think you qualify, which means if you want to come and attend the festival, that would be absolutely wonderful. Your, your family could attend, obviously, if you, if you wish to be a panelist. One of you, both of you, you could certainly do that because I have an actor panel, I have a producer panel, I have a director panel, I have a prop panel, you name it. July 21st to the 23rd. So you can attend one day, you could attend all three days, you could bring your stuff with you, you could hang out for the whole thing, you could be in the panel. It's up to you. Yeah, is that, is, that in the, is that in New York also? It is in New York. It's actually in Brooklyn. And I can send you the details on that because I think I told you over the phone. Yeah, no, just, just stay, in, no, look, stay, stay in touch with me. Oh, stay in touch with both of us. And uh, sure. as long as you're talking to Calvin or me, we can figure out these the dates later on and, and, and uh, sure. how to participate and what best way we could we could work that out. Okay, cool. So those are my four offers. Those are just from me. Yeah. Now, there's four outside offers. Are you, are you going to have a heart attack or are you still with me? Uh, I, I My heart's doing good. It's a regular beat still. <laughs> are you okay? Right. Like you're not going to get sick or something, are you? He's, he's good. <laughs> oh, no, don't get me wrong. I'm well, pretty blown away by the things you're offering me. Thank so, you, you know what's really cool very, about my show? Decent, I do this. I do this all the time with guests. I mean, it, it could be anybody because I do authors, I do business people, I do charities. And at the end, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, wait, there's a surprise. And then, like, one of them cried. A couple of people have cried. People have been, like, in shock, you know. <laughs> like, the first time your dad, like, the first time your dad called me, I couldn't talk. I was like, I'm outside of a grocery store. And he's like, this is Michael Madsen. And, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, does Michael Madsen call you every day? You know what I mean? It's that surreal experience. Like, Michael Madsen's calling me. And I'm like, oh, no, it's Michael Madsen on the other end of that phone. Yeah, okay. All right. So I don't think it's here's as, as exciting as the publisher's clearinghouse comes over with a check for a million dollars. Well, it's kind of exciting, though. It's, like, totally exciting. Because this is, like, no, I, as I, I mentioned, the highlight no, of my very, very because my dates didn't show up. Very nice of you to say. Anyway. 
You're quite welcome. Um, okay, so offer number one, I know the producer, the casting producer for the show Shark Tank. Have you heard of that? Oh, yeah. So you know what yeah. that is? Yeah, you know what they do. So yeah. I was just wondering if you wanted to audition when they go to L.A. Oh, um, you know, that sounds cool. That gets that you money. Just, uh, that seems like it's going to be a roast or something. I can't oh, imagine okay. well, I didn't know. Shark Tank with a box in his hand. It's a, it's a nice, nice idea, but I... I got to throw all these statistics at me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know what that means. Yeah. You know, those, those guys no, that's are pretty okay. hardcore. <laughs> they and I only throw it out there because, obviously, idea, but, we but, live in this world where we work with publicists all the time. And no, so they were no, like, hey, sure, Shark Tank's coming. And I was like, let's throw that out there. Oh, thank you. Okay. That's an interesting No, that's idea. okay. There's more. Okay. So I talked to your dad about this the other day, and I think I might have mentioned it to you in an email. So I'm waiting to get confirmation back on two different things, which is the BET Awards, which is either June 24th or 25th in L.A. Um, and just so you know, folks, I'm not changing my M.O. on L.A. I don't like it. I don't want to go there. I think people scare me there, but you guys are nice, I think. But we all know I well, don't like L.A. is like L.A. Is, uh, is, is, is not for everybody, that's for sure. I would share my, my, my feelings about that with you. That's why we live in Malibu. <laughs> right, right. No, I got you. I but the reason I bring city, this up, you know, what's that? This one is an this one is an opportunity for the BET Awards gifting lounge. So you have to kind of mull this over, which is obviously oh, they're always looking no, for people no, to that's do. That's a really nice. Uh, one of my wife's girlfriends a runs lounge. a gifting lounge. My my wife's girlfriend oh, right. uh, Amy runs a gifting okay. lounge. What's the, what the hell's the name of that thing? Oh, Secret Room. Secret Room. Yeah, Amy uh, Amy Boltwright has Secret Rooms. It's a uh, Gifting suite that she she does for the Grammys and for just about oh, cool. every event that ever happens here. So I, I know what that That's is. Awesome. I've been to a few of them. Calvin would be uh, that'd cool. be a great idea. That'd be great. That'd be a great spot for Cal. That's a yeah. good idea. Right. Oh, definitely. Now, don't quote me because we have to wait for little Miss De- Deirdre or whatever her name is, Reed, to get back to me because I sent her the information because she wanted me to do media coverage there. And I said, well, if you want me to come, that's all fine and good. But I'm like, if I'm going to come, I may as well combine it, meaning do a gifting lounge thing where your stuff is there because you're not, you know, those are celebrities there. You're going to get great exposure, et cetera. They are not charging you anything for it. I think what they want is an in-kind donation. So basically, if you made a box, donated it to the gifting lounge, et cetera, and the idea is getting your promotion, blah, 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 you know. So that idea is that's, that's great. That's, that's a really good cool. one. That's a very yeah. good one. You bet. The other thing I wanted to mention is, uh, if you heard me at the start of the show, apparently I'm going to be. Get, I it's 95% sure that I'm already expected to cover the LA Film Festival. Yay! Um, because I don't have enough films to write about already, and I love covering film festivals. I, my heart is with film, 150%. But it's no. I was there a LA. couple of years ago. I went to that a few years ago. Oh, it's not it? a bad event. Is it? Is it nice? I'm curious. No, it was fine. Never I, I had, I had uh, strength and honor was in that thing. I gotcha. Okay. Well, and obviously, of course, I have to find dresses and all that jazz. But in any case, if I cover the film festival, what I was thinking about was perhaps I should just give you guys the path one day or whatever. You guys could just go there and mingle and meet people and all that jazz. Or actually, Cal's probably old enough to go on his own. The reason I say that is I've gifted media passes to people before. You go there, you network, especially for your music stuff. Just an idea throwing it out there. You got all sorts of free networking right in front of you for how many days you want to go. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. The LA yeah, you should follow up with Kevin on that for sure. You betcha. And would, then the last thing that. that we have is I work in a world where I have 17, 18 publicists on my roster, and I'm really nice to all of them. So when I'm really nice to them, they're really nice to me. So I took all of your information, and I submitted it to two different television programs that film in L.A. and two different magazines that um, are in L.A., and I've asked them to consider you for 
considerable coverage. So I hope you don't wow. mind. Yeah. That's, okay. that's really cool. Thank you very much. No, that's that's, uh, uh, that's patience with me. You need to stay in touch with Calvin about that and you know, bounce oh it off of me and having a publicist uh, work with him and get him on a show or something like that is is a is a grand idea. It's oh all these God, things are very, 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 very nice. He didn't yell at me. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, you have no idea how nervous I felt getting yelled at. You haven't given me any valid reason to to yell. <laughs> I got to tell you. Well, you know what it is. It's the persona, just like with George. Before I actually talked to George, I was like, Oh my God, he's gonna yell at me over the phone. And my best friend's like, What is he gonna do? Kill you? I'm like, Well, I do. You know, because you, you get that persona, man. and you you know, you don't always play really nice people. You've George done is some a very things. gentle man. Very. You betcha. Now, the last question I want to ask you, Calvin, is this. Um, a family is a foundation, and obviously I ought to know firsthand that support at home is fundamental when it comes to achieving personal and professional goals. You're very blessed. Some of us do not have that foundation, and we've kind of been self-made. It's one of the reasons I approach you is no one should have it that hard. Someone should always have someone in your corner your father, and uh, what I'm guessing, which is my last question, which is I do not want to be neglectful in asking you about your mother because it's pretty clear that there are two parents that raise you, two parents that care for you, and two parents that want you to be happy and achieve your goals. So if you wouldn't mind, just tell us a little bit about your mom. Oh, um, my mom's great. Uh, she uh, Should we put her on the phone? That would be awesome. Do you think she'd mind? Where, where, where's, where, where's your mom? I don't know. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to go look and see where she is. She's probably Just because upstairs. out of respect, hey, the right thing to do. Indiana! Because oftentimes people don't know, you know what I mean? They they want to know her. They have a general curiosity. Yeah, no. I'm like, well, why not laugh? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Here come the wife and the dogs. We're trying to put you on a radio show. Deanna, why don't you go oh, on the she, radio and say hello? She's, she's not ready right now. She's, she's like, she just got out of show. Oh, no, I don't want to be offensive at all. I don't want to be inconvenient. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to be considerate because obviously no, no, you have a mom and a dad. No, very thoughtful of you. She'll be glad to know you even asked about it. Oh, no, she, oh definitely. But I guess for, for her sake, she's a she's a she's a good mom and she's always there. She she likes all the boxes and stuff. But and uh, awesome. yeah, I I do random like repairs for her throughout my house of random wood things that break and okay. stuff, and I fix things for sure. her. And yeah, I made a box for her uh, recently, and she really that's liked cool. it. I like uh, it. Yeah. She deserves the mom award, that's for sure. She's uh, got a, a full house of wolves over here, and and uh, she does a pretty good job keeping everything together. She's, uh, I think she qualified as, if they had awards for things like that, I think she should get the first one because uh, she's a great mother. She really is the best. We're that's lucky to have her around here. She could have kept us that's all cool. in the street years ago. <laughs> Okay, the only other, the, the, the last part. For, for Nigeria. Oh, my God. The last part of this interview is always the same thing, and it's always the same finish, which is, Calvin, I get to tell you what I think of you. The reason that I do that is because people that listen in who have no idea who you are, what you do, et cetera, are curious, and they want to know things. And I've talked to you a little bit. I've got an impression of you from your dad. So if it's okay, I'll let you know what I think of you. That'll be the last thing that we do. I want to remind you guys that within about two hours or so, this episode becomes archived. I'm going to send you a link to both yourself and your father. I'd appreciate it if you had posted around all over the place. I have posted this interview tonight to, if I add up all the numbers, probably about a million people. 
I'm in a large social media group, so it wasn't that, you know, it was a night of me sitting watching television while my kids were sick and sleeping, and I was like, you know what, let's promote, let's promote, let's promote, let's promote, and it's not that difficult. People are very kind to me. Um, I try to be nice, so they're nice back. So I'll send you the link. You can send it off. I'll put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Instagram. I'll put it on my LinkedIn. I'll put it on my Facebook. I'll send it to you guys, both of you. You'll have that as far as that goes. You can follow up with me, one of you, both of you, in terms of all the opportunities that I had talked about clearly. Um, uh, do you want me to do you want to ship my box or am I actually going to get it from you in person? What would you, uh, what would you when prefer was it that you were going to be in LA again? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, could, I mean, I'll I could tell ship you this. I thought you were going to be here recently or soon. No, I, see, they had talked to me about doing a gig, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to go to LA this weekend. My kids are gone this weekend. If I was going to go anywhere, I'd go to New York, but it doesn't look like that's going to pan out. So I might end up either in Chicago, and I'm not going to say anything about Chicago because your dad's from Chicago. So we'll leave that one right there because I'm 90 miles from Chicago, and I love Chicago, but let me just, can I just subtle. back a minute? I worked subtle. a convention yeah. at McCormick Place. Uh, I paid $18 for lunch. I can go to Little Italy in, in New York and pay 10 I was like, I paid $18 for lunch in Chicago. Is that a little uh, crazy, does it think? That you is think? crazy. <laughs> what? crazy, right? What did they give you for 18 bucks? A cheeseburger, french fries, and a bottle of water. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Jesus. Thanks, Chicago. Thank you. Thanks. So there you go, people. Well, no more Chicago. I think Kevin will, will ship your box anywhere you, yeah. you, you want as soon as it's done, but I'm sure well, no, he'll give mean, it to you in you person. Know, if you're, if you're going to be around and we're going to get together, he can give it to you in person. Well, what I'm thinking is this. I'm not going to be – my kids leave for their vacation June 14th, and then they're gone for two solid weeks with their dad. So I'm eventually, what I'm going to do is – I'll be in Wisconsin a little bit, and then I will go to New York City, and then L.A. slash Vegas will be the last part of my trip. So it'll probably be the third week of June. So, I mean, unless you're in a hurry to get rid of it, if you want to meet in person, we could do that then. But we need to talk before then because some of these events are before that date. Follow me? No, that's up to you and Calvin. You guys figure that out. Okay. Yeah, we'll work it out as far as that goes. Okay, so let's yeah. wrap things up here in terms of this. So this is what I think of you, young man, Calvin. So the people that are listening in, sometimes all it takes is just one person, and in this case it was me, one person sitting in New York City Airport, LaGuardia to be exact. And I'm fiddling around, and, you know, every once in a while I peek at Michael Madsen, and I see, oh, what's going on? We've got this little Madsen woodwork thing that he's got on there. And then I peek, and then I go, and I look, and I see this, and it says this little email. And I looked at this, and I thought, you know what, I want a box for myself, because I don't get a whole lot. I'm a single mom, and I don't get anything for myself. So I sent this order off. One conversation led to one email, which led to one show, which led to countless opportunities. The point here, folks, is that I'm talking to a very bright, very bold, very passionate individual. I can tell that because every time he talks about his dad, his music, his boxes, his girlfriend, his anything, he puts 150% into it. Where does he get that from? I'm going to guess his parents. Why? Because, well, we all know who we're talking to and we all know who we're talking about. Cal, one of the coolest things that I find about you is that you're very humble in our business, meaning entertainment, I don't come across that very often. I gravitate to humility and humanity, and I gravitate to young individuals who have such passion and want to do something with their lives. I'm very blessed and very honored that the both of you gave me this much time to come on my show to talk to my listeners. As I mentioned, I will help you do anything that you need to do for my own reasons, and most importantly because you shouldn't have it that hard. You have a wonderful family, and you're very blessed, and you have things that most of us don't. You should appreciate one another, and I can see that you do. If I can help any one of you out, that would be terrific. Mr. Matson, I have one request. 
if it's not too much trouble, do you think maybe you could come back sometime and let me interview you on your own? Because you're just pretty cool, and I just want to do that. I think at this point, from what you just said about my son, I'd I'd, uh, I'd be more than happy to do that. All you got to do is ask. I think you just did. So (laughs) my answer would be, of course I I would. Can you imagine if I? Can, can you imagine if I, no. can you imagine after all that I was like, look, you know, uh, you know, it was all nice, everything you said, it was all sweet and everything, but you know, as far as me coming on again, that, that ain't gonna happen, right? So just write Ouch. that off your wish list right now, kiddo, because wow. this is it, all right? I'm done with you. I mean, that yelling, that total yelling, I'm scared. If I said that, I like that would be pretty funny. <laughs> That's awesome. I would, I would okay, love to so be on Kevin? your show. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it once Yay! a week if you want. Uh, you know, I'll oh make a God. special appearance you, once a week on your show if you like. You can't do that. Hey, oh, and before I'll I forget, Calvin. Tell me once we are. Calvin. Huh? Did I do? Did it, uh, Calvin? I just have a question. Did I do okay? Oh yeah. Sure. Are you disappointed? Everything's all right. We're all good. Um, oh, and Mr. Manson, before I forget to ask. What's coming out for you? Because obviously, well, I clearly saw The Hateful Eight, and I've seen some other things, but do you have a project coming out in the near future, something people should be looking out for? Well, you know, I've been looking for a good material. I'm looking for something like Manchester by the Sea. I'm looking for I'm looking for something like a, like a something that's not uh, – I mean, I've done my thing as a villain, and I'm, I'm kind of looking for something a bit more poetic. I'm looking for something uh, – I'm looking for a role that's um, – um, I'm looking for something that I haven't done yet and uh, looking for the right project and the right kind of situation. I'm going to Paris to make a film and have a picture nice. I'm going to do up in Sacramento playing a sheriff. And I got a, a couple of things that are, that are upcoming, but um, I'm trying to be a bit more selective nowadays and I'm trying to sure. wait for something really good to come along. And uh, I got a few okay. things that are finished that haven't, that haven't seen the light of day, but I can't really talk about at the at the moment because it's no, not, uh, you know, they have their own way of releasing these things. But I'm uh, I'm pretty busy boy, and I like I, I say I'm I'm looking for something special nowadays. I'm looking for something that really. I mentioned Manchester by the Sea because I just thought it was a great piece of of human condition. You know, it was intellect. It was mm-hmm. a man going through all these situations and. You find yourself asking, like, what is this movie about? And it doesn't really have to be about anything. It was about that guy and what happened to him. And I, I just thought it was a piece of art. I thought it was masterfully done. And and uh, Casey, uh, you know, he deserved that little trophy he got. And um, lately, I haven't seen much of that sort of thing. And I'm looking for something like that. I'm looking for a that kind of a project and uh it's it's few and far between you know they're hard to find i can make oh, a, I, I can make okay, a living forever doing what i usually do but i'm looking for something uh a little bit different i gotcha i understand completely and now that you said yes so when you come on to my show i'll tell you what i think of you yours will be a little bit longer because you're a little bit older than your son just a little, yeah, just a wee a little bit. bit and before I forget, since your other child is an actor, right, you have another son that's an actor, et cetera. So don't be a stranger in terms of, obviously, I interview actors all the time. So oh, they need promotion. Sure. And, Cal, please tell your girlfriend, Cal, to get in touch with me because, like I said, I, I am huge on doing this. And just so you know, I do live interviews as well. Not often because then I have to dress up. I'm dressed up right now, but this is a special occasion because I, I had a date. Did I mention that, that I got that, canceled? You're dressed up for the date that got canceled. 
Yeah, I got a date with the wine glass oh, about 10 Lordy. minutes, folks. So thanks so much. Oh, well, maybe he'll show up. You never know. He's not smart enough to show up, dear. Hello? He's 35 <laughs> minutes late. He's not showing up, okay? I get it. It's uh, fine. It's all good, whatever. Maybe he's listening. But, yeah, well, yeah, right. He doesn't even know how to get on the damn internet. I'm like, this is an internet radio show. I mean, you push a button. How hard is it to get on here, right? Who doesn't want to listen to me, right? I'm relatively entertaining, right? <laughs> I think so. I think. Maybe. I think uh, if he didn't show up, you can do better. Well, we'll see. Yeah, maybe you guys could do me a favor. You know, hello, take a look at my picture. I'm still relatively, well, I'm 47, so it's getting older. We're getting older. So if you meet anyone who happens to be single that's not an actor, I can just say that. In today's lifetime, people are living longer now in 2017 than they ever have in history. Oh, I believe it. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, in a good way. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, you know. There's a lot more things you can do to keep you going nowadays. Well, without a doubt. And as you heard, I have a lot of busy things on my schedule. So when we hang up, like I said, I, I, shortly I'll send you off an email summarizing everything that we talked about. You guys get a hold of me. Let me know how we can plan things out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The live interview, blah, blah, blah. Think about, yeah. think about everything. I'm just, I'm glad that you guys were able to do this. I'm sorry I pestered your wife. I just thought out of respect it's the right thing no, to do. No, no, you so didn't pester her. It was, um, it was nice. She probably would have loved to have jumped on if she wasn't half naked. Oh, <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> now that we've talked she about half naked women, she doesn't get put it this way. She doesn't get much privacy in a house full of boys. Oh, sure. You know, it's like taking a shower for her is an event. You know, the oh, uh, the bedroom door gets locked, and uh, she has her girl time, and we do our best okay. to respect her without barging in with the it. dogs or oh, yeah. some other atrocious thing. I get it. No, I totally understand. I do. Calvin, have I cleared everything up for you? Any questions for me? Anything you need to ask me before we go? Because sometimes I may not be clear. I try to do my job pretty thorough, though. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm very clear. I understand. I think it's all good. Awesome. You guys just got to stay in touch and just remind each other right. of the things we talked about. Yeah, definitely. And, and remember that we've been to time come on and I will. Huh? Yeah, that would be great. We'll coordinate. Um, just let me know the next time. I'll, I'll come on anytime. That'll be great. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Well, I never know your film schedule. Well, clearly, we'll we'll coordinate uh, something in Cal. I'm around. Check your email within 60 minutes. I'm going to go for a run, real quick, okay. and then I'll send you off a big note, and we'll talk about everything we talked about. And again, thank you guys so much. And please, like I said, wait for the link a little bit later. If you guys want to shoot it out to everybody and have them listen in, that would be awesome. I'd really, really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Anytime, my dear. All right, we'll talk soon, you guys. Go enjoy your evening. Good luck to you. Thank you again. All right. Yeah, I'll see you. All right, dear. Take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Have a good night, guys. Okay, I literally just had a heart attack. God, I hope you guys on Facebook are totally going to be like, yay, she didn't kibosh that interview. Okay, so one more time, let's go through all the ways we can find Calvin Matson. Obviously, it's spelled K-A-L-V-I-N. Last name is spelled Matson, obviously, M-A-D. S-E-N. Instagram, two different places, which is Madsen Woodwork. Also, Cal Madsen. He has an IMDb profile as well as Michael does, obviously. Um, both of them are featured and or talked about, I'm sure, on michaelmadsen.com, which is his website, clearly. Uh, Facebook is the Madsen Woodwork. If you wish to reach him to make an order, either go to Instagram, which is, of course, Madsen Woodwork, or otherwise email him directly at madsenwoodwork at gmail. Dot com. You guys heard all the various different exciting things that we're going to be doing together, so it's pretty clear that we're forming an alliance, a.k.a. somewhat of a partnership together. And why? Because he is young, he is eager, and he has a means to do great things. And, of course, obviously, 
I'm a big supporter of independent business. So if you can, please, please, please go out of your way to try to get to know him, his products, etc. Support him on Instagram, follow him on Facebook. I would greatly appreciate it. And my thanks again to both Calvin and Michael for coming on the show today. Greatly appreciate it. Don't want to forget to remind everybody, Sue Phillips is coming on the show tomorrow, which is, of course, my centarium lady. As I mentioned before, weird, weird, weird about the whole scent thing. Really kind of creepy. But if you guys want to smell like me, I'm down for that. But in all seriousness, we're going to talk about fragrance and how it affects sickness as well as treatment. We're going to talk about all the various different places she worked at, from Elizabeth Arden to Macy's to Lancome. She is a total dynamo in her world, and I cannot wait to talk to her. That is 1 o'clock Central Standard Time tomorrow. Last thing I don't want to forget to mention is obviously my loyalty to my friends. Josh Kilray, I know it's a very, very painful day for you today. For me too, my heart goes out to you. I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need everything, anything, everything, etc. Eve Austin, who would have thought such a wonderful woman and such a great supporter. Just an FYI for you, since I don't have a date tonight anymore, guess what I'll be screening? That's right, your film, American Sango. Let's hope it makes it into my festival. I want to last of all thank everybody who has been supportive in the regard of listening to my show Encouraging me to keep going, listening, um, encouraging me to have new guests, et cetera, et cetera. Without you guys, I wouldn't have a show or a career. So thanks so much for me to you for everything. Thanks again, and um, we'll talk tomorrow at 1 o'clock Central Standard Time. Thanks.